welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're reviewing The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, sorry it's been so long, I've been having a lot of audio problems, I really don't like releasing episodes if they have some audio problems, so I might be releasing this section of the review without music for some reason. Uh, do, I think it has to do with the audio jack it, um, that I'm using for the mic. For some reason the music it just keeps overpowering the audio, so if I can't get it to be quieter, <laughs> then it, you, it has been for the last five or six or so reviews. Then I might just release this just with uh, just with me talking. So, yeah, <laughs> let's see how that goes. Anyway, so let's get into the review. The second live-action TV show for the Star Wars franchise on Disney+. Plus, A show that was supposed to be a continuation of the Boba Fett character from The Mandalorian Season 2. I'm not really sure if it could be considered a Boba Fett show. It starts that way, but it gets hijacked halfway through the show. It feels much more like the chapter of Boba Fett. So my biggest problem with this show is how boring the first three episodes of this show are. Now there are good parts of those episodes, the opening of the first episode, uh, I still really enjoy Fennec, and the action with the Tusken Raiders. They focus too much on his time with the Tusken Raiders. They should have, in my opinion, tell that part of the story in the first episode. I came to watch the show to see Boba Fett being the new crime lord of Tatooine. Unfortunately, most of the scenes feel uneventful and missing a lot of what makes Boba Fett, Boba Fett. So his thing in, in currently after after what happened with him with Jabba and the rest of everyone in the end of Return of the Jedi and living with his time with the Tusken Raiders, he no longer, he's not as, as hard and he's not much of a cold-blooded killer as he used to be, which is fine. But here's the thing, he should still be, you know, a hard man, he should still be able to kick major ass, he shouldn't be stupid, um, or at least act stupid. And due to the fact that he's constantly duped and tricked by the other criminals involved on the planet, it really makes him look stupid, because he never really gets back at them, other people do, or it just happens to work out for him. It, it just really, it really hurts the character, because I'm someone who's really used to watching, you know, Watching him in the Clone Wars, um, watching him in the, in the OG trilogy, he's kind of a he ends up kind of being, looking like a chump at the Return of the Jedi. But like I've read, I've read all the books, I've played all the comics, I've played video games with him and his father. So it was I was really hoping that after you know his badass appearance in the Mandalorian season two, that we would continue into the show. Even in the current run of comics, Boba's pretty badass, especially in the Darth Vader comics. So I expected similar action and ass whoopery in this, and you don't really get that. Um, not until like the very end, and it's kind of feels empty and hollow. Now I did enjoy episode four, so that is the one, the only pretty much Boba-centric episode that is good, in my opinion. It's the one I enjoy the most, and it mainly has to do with the fact of him like kicking the shit out of the Sarlacc pit with the seismic charge. That's that's pretty much what holds that up for me. And it's how he, like, finds Fennec. And, yeah, that's, that's the reason why I like it. The worst episode by far is the third episode. It feels like a shitty Power Rangers episode in Star Wars. Now, Robert Rodriguez, uh, he directs episode one, three, and seven. And episode one's okay, and episode seven kind of disappoints on a finale if it was just a regular episode say like it was eight episodes like it normally is if that was like right before the, the ending and ending of the show to like wrap everything up i would have felt better about episode seven but as a finale i think it's kind of weak uh yeah i just he so he's most famous 
Force, the Spy Kids movie, Sharkborn, Lava Girl, and that kind of shit. And it's so fucking obvious that's the influence. I I hate the cyborg people. Uh, I can't stand them. It's really annoying. I really dislike those characters so much. The little cyborg guys that have... I just can't stand them. Like, to the point where I can't even remember their names. They're just... Oh, my God. They're fucking awful, and they're annoying, and they try and really fill that whole episode with them, and it's just awful. The chase scene... Like, now, Star Wars opens with a chase, okay? So, if you're gonna have a chase scene in Star Wars, have it be good. And it's so slow and fucking awful... Uh, to give you an example of a good chase in Star Wars besides the opening with the uh, Empire uh, chasing the Rebels is when Obi-Wan and Anakin are chasing the bounty hunter that's trying to assassinate Padme in Attack of the Clones. There's a lot of high speed, the way the, uh, the direction, the speed, you can feel, watching it, you can feel the speed of what they're going. You don't get that in this in that episode. It, everyone feels super slow. I swear to God, there was like barely any budget put into that scene. It just looks awful. Everyone's moving slow. It's just like these six, like, Power Ranger-colored Vespas chasing a speeder, and it's it looks really stupid, and I can't stand the cyborgs. Now, I don't mind cyborgs in Star Wars like the cybernetics. Like, Jenna Grievous is, like, one of the coolest characters you can see, um, like, visually, in my opinion. Uh, but, yeah, how, do you, how, can you not, how can you make cyborgs shitty, okay? Like, it's so easy to have cool cyborgs, and they fuck it up real bad, and I hate any scene they're in, especially in the finale. It's fucking dumb, and I don't like them. I really... There's, so, I will give some spoilers a little bit in episode 7. So, there's the scene where uh, all the, like Boba Fett gets betrayed, surprising, by the other crime lords. After Oh, they said they're going to be neutral. Yeah, they're, but they're fucking crime lords. Why would they tell you the truth? So, you see a bunch of the characters, like each individual like henchman and characters being attacked by each separate group. And when they were getting attacked, only a few of them died. And I was really fucking pissed that all of them didn't <laughs> instead they killed the Gamorrean guards and I'm like god damn it I would have preferred if the pigs hung around then over these motherfuckers they suck and I hate them and I hope we don't see them anymore I hope they're gone <laughs> that's the honest truth I can give you I don't like them now the second half of the show is good but for the wrong reasons the action is amazing and the idea of a Boba and Mando team up is super cool but two episodes of a short season isn't even about Boba. Now, if they called it something else, it wouldn't be a problem. But it's called the Book of Boba Fett. It feels more like the chapter of Boba Fett, like I said earlier. It's really annoying. Now, what also kind of bugs me is how it feels as though they have no faith in the Boba Fett character that he can't, you know, handle his own show. Like, there's so many parts of the season that there it should be scenes of Boba Fett being bad and instead he's Fennec. Now, I don't have a problem with Fennec. I mean, I'm winning great as a character. I really enjoy her. And I do enjoy the team-up with those two characters. But we need to give more badass scenes than just the secondary characters. I don't mind secondary characters being close to the same point as the main character, but you need to bring those secondary characters up to the main character, not bringing the main character down to the secondary character. If this was just called, like, you know, The Adventures of Tatooine or some shit like that, or if it was like... Uh, the gangs of Mos Espa, some shit like that. I wouldn't be as so judgmental about their focuses on different characters. But basically just putting Mandalorian Season 2.5 in the middle of the series really is really jarring, even though it's good, it's good. And the best two episodes are those episodes, which is a problem, especially since he's not the character that you're supposed to be watching. Um, 
I mean, I loved the Luke and Grogu scenes. I love Luke Skywalker. He's my favorite Jedi. So seeing him, I was like, holy shit. And then, you know, a small guest appearance of Ahsoka Tano. And, you know, Mando wanting to see Grogu. But I feel like those episodes shouldn't have been in the show at all. It should have been, those should have been saved for Mandalorian Season 3. And the idea that you, say, you, say you're a fan of only The Mandalorian. Well, now you have to watch The Book of Boba Fett to know what's going on in the next season of The Mandalorian. Now, I understand why they do that. It's because they, you know, they want to have other people watch the other stuff. It's what makes more money. But it just feels, it, it really hurts the writing. It makes it feel like the, like, oh, remember, remember Good? This is a better character than the one you're watching right now. So, after watching this season, I don't really like current Boba Fett. I, I'm not sure if I'd want to tune in for a season two. He didn't give me a whole lot of anything to really be excited to see this character again for. You didn't. You just made me really excited to see Mandalorian. That's all you did. Which, I get why, but you should do both. Because the character, it's his fucking show. I can't stress that enough. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but I'm not sure if they get the they get that idea. Now, I still, I, I still have uh, high hopes, and I still think, just because this one is a bit of a hiccup, that... Star Wars is always back down the drain again. I don't think so. There's definitely elements of the show that make me hopeful. And I like the idea of, you know, they're continuing down, making their own, like, sequel-like trilogy. It really seems like they're going to use a lot of Ahsoka and Luke. And I really enjoy that part. And using other characters, uh, especially with Grogu, and the idea that the Jedi isn't over and that it's it's all on Rey. I like the idea that of, of Grogu being, the you know, one of the big hopes for bringing back the Jedi and stuff like that. I don't mind that. I think that's a cool idea. Just not in the book of Boba Fett. Put it, save it for the next season. I don't know if that was mandates from the Disney studio or Lucasfilm being like, no, if you're going to make, if we're going to give you the book of Boba Fett TV show, you have to have this, this, and that in the show for me, for us to green light your show. And that's what it feels like. I don't know if it was John just putting on too much pressure, um, but we have, you have to put some blame on John Favreau for the writing in the show. He wrote it. Um, there are some things in the direction of specifically the three episodes I talked about earlier from Robert Rodriguez where I put on his shoulders. I mean, directors do have some input on how the show comes out. And I would definitely say the direction in those three episodes are the weakest of the whole show, especially five and six. Dave, Fi uh, I believe he directed episode five. Uh, Dave Foley, uh, great behind, behind the camera. I'd very much like to see him directing more and more of Star Wars. I think he really, obviously, he understands uh, Star Wars better than pretty much anyone on the planet. You can totally tell that he loves the franchise, uh, working directly on a George Lucas, making arguably one of the best uh, Star Wars movies you can watch out there in the Clone Wars. There's a lot of people that would argue that's just anything you can watch. And The Mandalorian is so great, too, along with the help of Jon Favreau, but it's obvious he knows the, the stuff. So I think if, you know, Dave is involved with more behind the scenes in terms of directing and with the writing with Jon, I'm high hopes for it. Uh, but I think they need to be careful of who they're having direct uh, future episodes because I think that was definitely some of the hiccups of this season. So I'm going to give this a rating of a 5 out of 10. Uh, I say it's an average TV show. If five episodes 5 and 6 weren't in this, I probably would have given a 3 or a 4. Um, but those two episodes are so great, it gives it those two, those two extra points. Um, I do think the performances overall are pretty are pretty good, especially for Ming-Na Wen and uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, I will say, uh, unfortunately, because they have Mando in it, I Pedro Pascal is a better actor than Tamara. So 
it kind of doesn't really help when you have the character I'd rather watch in that same show. So I think next time, perhaps just have Boba Fett and we'll see how that goes from there. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review. Uh, <laughs> if you did, I've reviewed a whole bunch of other Star Wars properties. I'll probably be reviewing The Mandalorian Season 2 next when it comes to Star Wars properties. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> if you're mad at me, I'm okay with that. I have an Instagram page, Dr. Quackers Movie Review. If you'd like to, you know, send me why you're why I'm wrong about the book of, book of Boba Fett, that's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. And hopefully this came out okay, this episode. So, <laughs> but yeah, have a good day. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.